All right, everyone, welcome back to episode number 169 of Stream of Thought. And today we start off by talking about, well, what else? Technology. My iPhone is acting up, and it is a pain in my butt. But then we end up transitioning towards the end, uh, towards a unique experience that also involves technology. A Zoom chaplaincy program? Well, that is an adventure in itself. Yes, but not as much of the adventure that Rick's went on after he discovered where the wasps are nesting. And there are a few characteristics that give the nest, uh, well, I guess it comes off as a bit alarming. Not your average wasp nest. And then, Halloween. What did I do yesterday for Halloween? Well, I walked up and down Hollywood Boulevard with one of my neighbors, but what was I? You're just going to have to listen and find out. So that being said, episode number 169 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. Start off by venting really quickly. I don't know if you ever have this happen with your iPhone. It's happened to me two or three times now where it reverses on my, my iPhone home screen. You know, you have those little four icons down at the bottom. For some reason, right. it keeps reversing those icons, and I have no idea what's going on, like why it happened. It just happened probably about an hour ago, where I turn on my phone, go to text you, and it's in the it's in the opposite place where it should be, the text message little icon thing. Like, what the hell is going on? I haven't bothered Googling it yet, but I wasn't sure if you had something like that, where it just fucks up all the icons. It's super annoying, because um, I, I don't use a computer to sync with my... Uh, iPhone anymore. I just have to move the icons around by by holding down and then just sw- sliding around the the screen, which just takes forever. So I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I've Nothing. Never. I've never had that happen to me before. I hadn't either until about two months ago, and then it 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 ha- it's happened like three times now. I don't know. If it's, it's the only. It's the four that are on the bottom. It's not all of them, right? It's no, it was all the of them. They're all. Oh, they're all, all of them all get flipped. screwed up. And I don't know what happened. I have the most current, up to date software. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a six S, so it's not that old. I just don't know why it's fucking up. It's it's really uh, it's one of those like a little six S is pretty old now. You think it's pretty old? What are they up to? Eleven, twelve. Yes. Okay, twelve. They're I up think. to twelve. But I've never had that happen. However, uh, a couple weeks ago, what I do every several months is that I scramble all of my apps Why? to keep my brain sharp. I just do it for fun. Oh, like a I like to scramble thing? them. Yeah, I scramble them, reorganize, and sometimes I reorganize them. Sometimes I just put them in random order, and then when I take my phone out. And I'm about to use an app. I'm like, oh shit, it's not there. It's in this other part of my phone. It throws you off. It well, yeah, I I definitely agree. It throws you off. Um, that is something too. It's just one of those things that I like having things like organized or categorized. So there was one time where I had my iPhone apps set up by color, and so it was like the the varying <laughs> shades of color depending on what app I was using. And then other times it was categorized into utilities and. Um, social media, stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I like changing it up every once in a while. I just never get around to it too often. 
That'd be cool though. I wish there was a setting where I can just hit scramble and it just does it all by itself. You want you want to trade? But that phones? would be real. That would be really annoying. <laughs> no way do I want to trade phones. Hey, this six S. This little buddy's holding way. up. What do you What do you have? What's your What's your model? Mine is the the ten R. What? I didn't know that you had that that high a high a level ten. Wow. Yeah. Well, I jumped from the five. I jumped from the five regular to the ten R. Yeah, man. They're starting to phase out, like, 4 and 5 right now from all the apps. Uh, like, you're not able to access a lot of stuff now. Uh, right. So I, I'm worried that the 6 is coming next. And I don't want to spend $1,000 on a new phone. That's just stupid. Well, then just get the next cheapest one, which would be, like, the 7, right? <laughs> right, and just keep moving up the ladder because they're phasing these out so quickly now. But anyway, that was that was just my initial thing where as I'm setting up and trying to find the record button because now it's in a different place, just really, oh, okay. uh, really it was just, oh man, just had had to get that off my chest. So anyway, what's up? Uh, did you guys have any trick-or-treaters last night? Man, no. We've, I'm guessing we've, no. I, we have had, yeah. like I mentioned before, I think we mentioned this last year when we did a Halloween episode, uh, we've had over the past... 15 years i think we've had three trick-or-teaters and <laughs> and like i, I didn't like, think there would be any but i just wanted to ask to be certain well in dupage county had um a uh thing that you in theory should have printed off to let people know if you are taking trick-or-treaters or whatever so we we even had the sign outside that said uh, trick or treaters, trick or treaters are welcomed, or something like that, uh, and and still no one. And again, it blows my mind that whenever on those off years that we have a trick or treater, we give them the entire bag of candy, and they never come back. So I have, <laughs> I don't understand. This year, it was just it was a straight up bag of Snickers. So if somebody had come by, they would have gotten the entire uh, large bag full of Snickers. We just would have poured it into their bag. My uh, my neighbor and I, we dressed up as minions yesterday. Are you kidding? I was gonna ask we... about, ask about that. <laughs> okay. We want I minions. The, uh, oh my oh, god. Okay, so get this right. So here's the, uh, <laughs> the outfit. Now here's what happened. So somehow I can't remember how we were talking about this. We were like out in the courtyard, and somehow we started talking about dressing up as minions or something, and so. We got the Minions costumes, and it's cool because it's a one-piece outfit. So you step into the costume. It has a zipper in the back, and there's a little battery-powered fan that blows air into the costume. So it kind of gets it nice and plump. High tech. And uh, so, so she comes over yesterday, and we're getting the costumes on, and I can't get mine on. Because my foot does not fit through the foothole that are in the pant that are on the pants, I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. She's like, I don't know why. She's like, she was already kind of. In. She's like, oh, I don't know if you're going to be able to fit. Like, mine's kind of snug, and I'm smaller than you. And I, I got adult sizes. I ordered adult sizes, so I don't know why these are kind of small. I'm like, yeah, that is weird. And so I look real quick on the package, and it says, you know, one size, which is 
normal for like adult stuff, just one size, right? And but I can't fit my foot through the hole of the pants, and I'm like, what the hell? And so I was like, I have to cut it. I have to cut part of it to get my leg through. So I go ahead and I do that, but then there's a, there's a part, it's almost like a hood kind of, but there's a part that you have to stick your head through because what it does is there's like this cloth that, um, it's kind of, uh, what's it called? Uh, elastic, this, this elastic thing that goes around your neck so that air doesn't escape because it's blowing air into the suit. And I can't fit my head through that either. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And she's like, oh my goodness, Victor, look. And they ended up sending us child size. I knew it. I knew that was what was going to be the case. Even though, even though she's like, I ordered adult size. And I look at the invoice that came with the package and it says adult. So we ordered adult and they sent us children's sizes. Whoa! So what was and the... And so... Yeah. Dude, and so the pants, the quote-unquote pants portion, like, uh, stopped at, like, right underneath my calf. So I was walking from, so from, like, for, so, like, right underneath my calf is just bare skin, and I just wore flip-flops. I couldn't wear any, like, boots or anything, you know? Oh, my goodness. And, um, and I was kind of, like, a little hunched over. But it was cool. It was fun. It got really uncomfortable, but we just walked up and down Hollywood Boulevard and took pictures with people. And I met Thanos, a little, like, four- or five-year-old Thanos. And he didn't even snap really, you out of existence. He was Good really, really cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Wow. That uh, that sounds uh, – <laughs> that's actually the most fun that I've heard anyone uh, over the age of 18 have for Halloween. That's awesome, dude. It was uh, popping last night. There were a bunch of people just walking around. There was a ton of traffic last night all over the place. Halloween's super big here in L.A. Is it? Yeah. I mean, is it just... They usually shut down. They usually... uh, I don't know if they... I don't think the city did it. I think people just ended up doing it. But normally the city will shut down a part of the street in West Hollywood... And it'll the street will be closed and people just can hang out there and drink and be in costumes. Oh, so like adult, adult themed uh, Halloween stuff. Yeah. What's yeah. uh? Are, were there were there a lot of kids trick or like did businesses do trick or treating stuff I don't, like that? I don't know. I don't think so. I really have no idea. <laughs> you're, you're fascinated. So I right don't now, know. It's, it's I don't see. I didn't adult. see anybody. Well, like, I didn't see anybody trick-or-treating. I didn't see any children around. I just saw adults yeah, in costumes. It, you know? Yeah, I, I, I have forgotten how, how fun of a holiday it can be when you're, when you're over the dr- legal drinking age. <laughs> it's always interesting. My sister actually was going to have a party uh, with uh, 30 people at her place, like a, a Halloween party. And then I think it was a couple of days ago this past week that the mayor instituted new uh restrictions so you can't have more than like 10 people or something like that at a at a place so it was just her her roommates and uh i think another couple came so kind of blew a hole in their plans two days before but <laughs> yeah as Wait, far as i so know they there was there were rules that you could have parties 
or not parties. They, but... they had no. They had eased the restrictions. Um, we we've been Chicago anyway. Uh, Cook County has been out of those restrictions for a while, but now with the cases spiking back up, and especially right before Halloween too, because obviously Chicago is also a mecca when it comes to Halloween celebrations, just like New York as well. So um, I think they were taking preemptive action. I, well, did you get that on Amazon? Oh no, she, uh, I didn't order it. She ordered it on some other. I think it was actually somebody asked about this when we were on Hollywood Boulevard, and I think she said she ordered it on like mycostume dot com or something. Nice. <laughs> Sounds like, like a very that. reputable retailer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it wasn't Amazon. I well, know that. it wasn't not Amazon. That kind of I I actually brought a prop today um, because I'm I'm so happy this segues so perfectly. I feel like normally we do 90 degree turns. So don't worry. What I'm about to show you is unused. It it has yet to be it is yet to be used. Um, do you do you know do you know what I'm holding up right now? Are those me undies? Are those? Oh, it says Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein boxer briefs. Now, as somebody who is bought his fair share of boxer briefs um i want you to see if you notice something that is like different about these particular types of boxer briefs is it the is it like the fabric sticking out for your for your uh crotch is that what that is there is no hole there is no fly in these boxer briefs oh have you ever heard of boxer briefs that don't have that i only go boxers i never ever have gone boxer briefs you've never gone never (sighs) i made the transition uh... i jumped (laughs) i jumped from whitey tighties from when i was a kid straight to boxers when i was like nine or ten i think I have to say, man, I had I had a period of probably through college, um, early on into seminary, I was straight up. I went from the the whitey tighties or whatever to uh, to the boxers, but then I discovered boxer briefs. It's like it's the best of both worlds, right? It goes down. It's 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 very containing, um, <laughs> and I I have I have not gone back since. I I don't I don't do boxers anymore. It's strictly uh, boxer briefs, but. Man, I I was like, what the hell? And these were freaking. I got them on uh, Amazon Prime Day. Okay, so they were like fifty percent off. Normally for three of these, three of I'm these. I'm gonna guess sixty. Oh, I was actually I was gonna guess sixty dollars. I was gonna say sixty. Sixty dollars, sixty freaking dollars, and so it was thirty dollars. I'm like, yeah, why not? I, yeah, I have other Kelvin Klein stuff. I get them. I'm like, what the fuck? Like no fly th- hole, really? For 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 twenty dollars a piece, and you don't have a fly? Come on, man! Come on! Like these things better last for like ten years. Twenty dollars a piece with no fly hole. How much would how much effort would it have taken to add that extra feature? Never experienced that before. But that's the price of ordering on Amazon. That, you can't actually yeah. see it in person. Amazon snafus. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate the fly. I gotta. It's efficient. It's necessary. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna. 
<laughs> that sucks, dude. It's like, what the heck? I did not notice that. Well, well and the, <laughs> the crazy part is, is that I didn't notice it either when I wore the first pair, the three. And I came to work, went to the bathroom, and I'm like, wait, what? Wait, uh, uh, okay, so now I've got to figure out something yeah. else as to how to go to the bathroom. Other, otherwise, I just have to sit down on those nasty-ass toilets. It's like, oh, man, this uh, this was an adventure, uh, to say the least. So now I'm very strategic about when I, when I wear them. But how's the fabric? <laughs> it looks like it's really smooth and soft. Oh, it's it's so comfortable. I mean, like the the material, it's great. I just worry because this is something that I've noticed with, um, you know, I I don't really buy clothes very often. So like underwear, socks, shirts, stuff like that. The fabric, look, when I get new stuff, it's when the fabric starts tearing. And so I think the underwear that I've had, um, probably, gosh, like six years old, five years old, okay, something like that. And it it holds up pretty well, but then once a rip happens, then it just over time, and then, and then it's just I don't know. I'm somebody who uses it, who uses anything until it totally self destructs, and uh, at that point, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll get something new. But yeah, I uh, like with my shoes. It's one of those things where. You don't really know what you're getting as a replacement, so you hope for the best. And uh, in this case, this was a this was a surprise to say the least. <laughs> I uh, when I was at Walmart, I was buying because when I went back home, I didn't. I only packed shirts and pants. I didn't pack any socks or underwear because I just didn't feel like it. I was like, I'll just buy some when I'm there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nope. Okay. And so, well, right. actually, no, that's not true. I thought I already had socks and under. I thought that I already had socks and underwear that I had brought back last year, and then I didn't have any. I was like, "What the hell?" I could have sworn I brought some back. Then I had to go out and buy some. That's what it was. But I go out and buy. I would go out and buy some, like a six pack of the boxers and six pack of socks. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. I, it's one of those situations where you go to the register and you're like, "Wait, how much?" It was, you know whatever 32 33 dollars i was like i'm just buying fabric why is this so expensive i know <laughs> i know i feel the exact same way which is why i'm so resistant to buying clothes it's like why anyway why isn't this total 11 dollars? why does it have to be 32 33 i don't get it it's just fabric <laughs> but whatever oh uh, i don't know fashion my friend you, you got to stay in style especially in la yeah you know, once everything starts reopening, it's getting a little gotta, cold gotta, out sh- here. Sh- is it sixty-five degrees? <laughs> oh, screw you, man! We're actually going to have a beautiful week this coming week. Uh, but right now, the past like twenty-four hours, we've had like steady winds, but between like twenty to thirty-five miles an hour, up to forty-five to fifty miles an hour. So that that's always fun. Oh, speaking of of the fall happening. Sorry, just another really random thing. So, I know I mentioned in a previous episode that I had gotten stung by a wasp, right? Yes. And then stung again by a bee. Yes. So, now that the leaves are falling off the trees in the suburbs of Chicago, 
it turns out on one of the branches of the trees overlooking um, the one of the bird feeders or whatever, there's a, uh, I mean, it's probably like a, like an kickball type size. Yeah. So a little, little larger than a softball, a little smaller than a kickball. Black. That's just glued to a tree. Fucking largest wasp nest that I have ever seen in my life. This thing is massive. Normally, they're the size of, like, baseballs. Like, super tiny. This thing was huge. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense now. As to why there were so many wasps on the the new fountain that my parents had installed and, um, like, why I'd gotten stung and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, wow, there there was a massive nest right there, man. Massive, massive nest. Dude, why is it, why is it black? Why is it not just like brown like they normally I are? Don't know. I don't know what they build it from, but it literally looks like somebody duct taped black duct tape around a ball and just glued it to a, a random branch of a tree. It's it's the wildest thing. Are you guys gonna I, poke it with a broomstick and then try and move it, or what's your what's the game plan? <laughs> I did a little bit of research, and uh, apparently. I, I I don't know if all wasps are the same, but typically the entire uh, nest ends up dying. All the the entire colony of of wasps ends up dying, and the the queen is the only one that lives. And the queen ends up burrowing into a place where uh, they can be protected from the cold, and they just hibernate until the spring. Come back out, and typically they build a new nest, but sometimes they return to the old nest. So. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's one of those things where <laughs> my parents are saying, okay, so we <laughs> – because this thing is about 20 feet up in the air. So there's no there's no uh, ladder or spray that we can get up there. So they're like, we need to buy like a power hose. A bow and arrow, uh, dude. And bow and <laughs> – well, you don't want to shoot it without like spraying it, making sure everything in there is dead. And so that, that they're like, we need to get like a high-powered spray or something like that that can shoot up 20 feet in the air. And then we can we can cut it down afterwards. They do have those. They do sell the uh, the wasp spray that it'll say like sprays thirty feet. You know, I've I've used some of them before in different situations. But yeah. so how big yeah. are these wasps? I mean, they're typical wasps. I, I I don't really know. They're not murder hornets or anything like that. Right. But they're 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 typical wasps. Probably about the size. All right, so they're just normal just, size. I thought maybe that with the the no, they weren't hive like being black and wasps. larger that maybe these are some giant ass wasps or something like that. Just a giant colony. Uh, it's very strange because one of my neighbors had moved on Thursday. One of the guys that lives here in the uh, building right next to mine uh, moved to Colorado, but. He was one of the people I would always see in the courtyard. And so last night when I was walking – or two nights ago, I think, when I was walking in, it's weird because whenever I come back in the evening, I have to walk through the courtyard to get to my apartment. And I usually always see him there. But it's so strange knowing that he doesn't live here anymore and then seeing, like, the chair empty. It's like – it's a it's a little bit of a – a little bit of a mind fuck because then last night I'm coming in 
And as I'm walking in, I have the tendency to look over to the chair where I usually see him and we'll talk to him. And again, he wasn't there. I was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't live here anymore. It's so strange. Transitions. Did, did you feel like you uh, you became friends with oh, him? Oh, yeah, yeah, over, yeah, 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 for time? sure. We hung out and everything. But it's just strange because I have the habit when I come back in the evenings, I always have – I'm always thinking like, oh, I wonder if Dave is sitting in the courtyard because he's always there after work. And as I as I'm walking in and getting closer to the uh, the little middle common area, I would usually uh, see you know his head sticking above where you see a bunch of the foliage. And as you continue walking, then you can see everybody there. But it was just weird, like uh, having the habit of always looking to see if someone's sitting there because that's where they always are, and then they're not there anymore. And and no one no one has taken over that uh, that resident chair. No, I mean I mean people always uh, I, he always people always switch up different chairs. They said, and there's only like four different spots you can be in, um, but it was always in one in particular. But it was just like it was weird. It's like oh yeah, this person. And then the the weird thing is too is that I see people that I've never seen before, which means they're new. And it's like oh yeah, I've been here now two years. Are you are you the type of person who's very collegial? I, I I mean I know that you have good relationships with your neighbors, but do you like go out of your way to um, introduce yourself? Or to, I I know you're a super friendly person, so uh, I know myself. I tend to stay to myself. I don't know what your modus operandi is when it comes. No, to I usually say engaging. No, with, I usually say folks. hello to people if I see that they're new. Do you introduce yourself? Yeah, like just. A couple of Chat people, with them yeah. For when they're sitting outside, <laughs> yeah. If I like, if they want to talk, but if we're just, if I'm sitting there and they're walking by, or they look like they're in a rush. I'm not going to stop them, you know. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Still, it's one of those things where I I know when I was living back up in Minneapolis for uh, the year and a half that I was that the apartment that I was living in. The only times that I had interactions with my neighbors was when there was, like, catastrophic uh, issues with the apartment where everyone was forced outside and we were all huddled in the cold due to, you know, a fire or, like, failed heating right. or something like that, as uh, as you can hear the sirens in the background. Uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, I, am, I am not somebody – I don't think I knew the neighbors on – on my like little wing area, I don't think I knew any of them. I don't think I ever got introduced to to a single one of them. We all just kept to ourselves. And well, you know, I mean, there's people that keep to themselves, and then there's people that will stop and talk for a little bit. And so there are several people. There's a handful of people who I talk to all the time because we're always out in the courtyard. And then there's people who I see periodically, and then there's people who I like never see. Because the courtyard is the common area. And some people, will, as they're walking through the courtyard, they'll stop and they'll talk for a little bit. And others, they just don't want to talk to anybody. They just go about their about their day. You know? Yeah. So, Fun. a little bit of both. <laughs> so, so uh, what what else do you have, I don't man? have anything. I, feel like I have jack shit. You, the the crazy part is the fact that we've had two failed episodes. I was thinking heading into this, third time's the charm, man. Third time's the charm. We tried before you came 
to Chicago to visit. We tried one time after you came to Chicago, and now it feels like we're kind of on a on a roll, and <laughs> we've kind of we've kind of destroyed some of the most juicy topics with our total and complete incompetence when it comes to, <laughs> to this podcast. Because there there are some really good things. I mean, the fact that uh, I mean, yeah, you you visiting Chicago is something that is going to be lost to eternity in one of our last ones. Um, but no, man, I, I was hoping not to not to like um, regurgitate stuff that we've talked about before. But I'm I'm curious as to what after being back now in LA for what like a two weeks now? No, it's I think been like we, week and five a half? days. Has it only been five days? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Wow, wow. I like <laughs> time has lost all meaning to me at this point. But uh, what can I can I ask? What your what your uh, good and bad things about coming back to the Midwest entailed? You you weren't exactly here for the nicest time, but it was still you know tolerable weather wise. But uh, yeah. What's the what's what's the feedback after after spending this? You said that you're probably not going to come back for the holiday season, possibly. So I just talk dude, to me, like man. it's the the weather. It was so when it's it was cool with it being colder weather, and it was kind of wet or wet wet and rainy. <laughs> but I was only into that for two days. And then after the second day, I was like, this fucking sucks. And so when you come back and you see sunshine, it's like the best, dude. I like, I got really sick of the fall weather after two days. I was hoping – I should say this. I, let me rephrase that. When I was there, it was cloudy and wet the entire time. And it rained and there were one or two days <laughs> where there was light snowfall, very light snowfall. I was really hoping – that I could catch the part of fall where the weather's cooler, uh, but like how it was, but it wasn't rainy and cloudy. The weather I was fine with in terms of temperature, but I just wish the sun was out. That would have made my trip a thousand well, times better. I mean, not and, that it was a I shitty see- trip. It was fine, but it's like really fucking six days of cloudy, overcast, and rain. Fuck I mean, that. dude, I think I I really think that that was the longest period of clouds that we had uh, over the course of the past like three months. It's wild that you came in both. I mean, but at the same time, it was perfect fall like time period, yeah. right? All the leaves are changing, but there's no sun to accentuate the colors yeah. and be able to just make everything come come alive and vibrant. Right. So it was, it, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, it was a mixed bag for you, but. Uh, I don't know. We'll have we'll have better falls in the future <laughs> if I'm still I mean, here. the other thing, too, is, like, I just don't really like leaving L.A. I mean, I like seeing places, but I'd rather just be here. <laughs> yeah. I can tell that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, well, so just uh, another 90-degree turn. I had a – I don't know if I mentioned this to you before. Or I actually don't think I mentioned this to you, that I'm joining a uh, chaplaincy program back at uh, New York Presbyterian Hospital. No, you did not tell me that. 
So, uh, just as a recap, I'd done a unit of CPE, clinical pastoral education, uh, while I was in seminary, my final year working um, as a chaplain on the cardiac ward of New York Presbyterian Hospital, Wild Cornell Division. Um, and so, like that, oh man, that that was an experience, because uh, not only was that, I think it was two days a week or something like that, that we came in and then served the entire day at the, uh, in our various positions, but it took like an hour and a half commute each way. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was rough. It was, it was, but at the same time, you know, I was, do, I was doing all these other things too. So I, I used my subway commutes to kind of, uh, either, you know, study or, uh, write whatever, um, stuff I right. needed to. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it all, it all worked out. Life was a 24 seven, just clusterfuck when it came to my own, you know, final right. years of seminary. So, uh, Joe, my, my dear, my dear brother, Father Joe, uh, <laughs> who, by the way, the, the, uh, the police, the recalled police to priest podcast is still, it's going strong and I'm actually excited. I'm, I'm learning some new technology things I'm hoping to, to throw out there in, in our future live streams. So anyway, he was telling me, you should really try and join this group. I'm him. He is, he is my greatest advocate when it comes to talking me up. In fact, he does so well that I worry that people are going to be disappointed when they actually <laughs> meet me for the first time. Because he makes me seem like, you know, like a demigod or something in just uh, uh, persuasion. And he's he's got this very authentic uh, personality about him. So I was able to get into the group that he had been a part of. I think he's, I mean, man, he's already a, a certified chaplain. So he's had something like six units. I think this is probably his seventh unit. Um and finally had a chance to uh, apply, and I talked to the the uh, organizer of the chaplain group, who was the the manager for all the chaplains within the New York Presbyterian Hospital uh, community. So all the satellites and and the main hospital and stuff like that. And uh, initially, it was one of those things. Hey. Um, so here, here are the documents that you need. You need the previous evaluation from your um, former supervisor for chaplaincy, um, statement of interest, an autobiographical statement, and then we can set up an interview on Zoom and have a conversation. And I'm sure she said something to the extent of, Joe says wonderful things about you. I, I am sure there will be no problem whatsoever uh, with you becoming a part of this this program. <sighs> so I this was probably uh, two and a half weeks ago or so that I submitted the documents, and I didn't hear anything back for like a week. And so I followed up with an email saying I just wanted to follow up see if you had received this because. This past Monday, the previous Monday, was going to be the first meeting that was scheduled to happen. And I still don't hear anything back. And so, come this past Monday, I'm working, you know, at my mom's office. And On an hour and a half of sleep. uh, (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, that was the day. That was the day. You're working I at the like office. You sleep. didn't sleep very well. By the way, fuck well. you. Fuck you, by the way. 
I blame I put I I put that you're the totally office on, on Monday. Not very much sleep. And as I'm as I'm pulling into the office, I have Joe texting me, and he says something to the extent of, "I hope I hope I'm not waking you up. Are you joining us today?" And literally, I'm walking in, and I'm like, well, I, I didn't hear anything back, so I don't have any of the details about the uh, like the Zoom link or anything like that. I don't I don't have any of that information. He responds like. Oh, okay. Well, uh, uh, just just log in. Uh, I'm, I just talked with the the supervisor, and uh, she said that she wants you to be part of this group, which was news to me. I mean, come on, man. And uh, if you could log in and just introduce yourself and just make an appearance. And so I log in, and apparently it's it's not super exciting. Apparently the the New York Presbyterian emails uh, there's some issues with it, just not sending to certain email accounts or bouncing back or something like that. And got a chance to introduce myself, and it was uh, a very interesting experience because we had what was it the we had. Joe, who's Progressive Catholic Church. We had two rabbis. We had a Methodist and a Episcopalian, I think, um, who were all part of this group. And Joe was the only guy in the group until I joined in. And <laughs> I don't know if that really makes a difference or anything like that. I just found it very, very interesting that when I when I came in... Oh, another... There was a, a youth pastor uh, in the UCC who actually is serving at uh, Riverside Church, which I lived in one of the dorms that was literally attached to Riverside Church for, for three years. So, yeah, it was it was a wild experience. I stayed on for about uh, 45 minutes or so just to introduce myself, listen to other people introduce themselves to me because that was the first time they had all met me as well, including the supervisor of the entire group. And at the end, it was around, like, 9.30 or stuff like that. <laughs> Man, uh, they started talking about the election and politics and stuff like that. <laughs> and these are all people who live in New York and New Jersey. So you know where their political affiliations. And it's just, uh, this is supposed to be, isn't this supposed to be, like, an introductory introductory section? And they're talking about uh, they're talking about the, the stresses of, of COVID in hospitals. Obviously, that's, like, the, the biggest thing. And somebody just starts off the tangent of, how does somebody who doesn't even believe in COVID get COVID, go to a hospital, and come out, you know, just feeling just fine? And I'm not somebody who disagrees with that sentiment of it, but, I mean, this is an introductory period. Don't insert, like, political <laughs> stuff in there right now. I mean, come on. And, and so at that point, I think the uh, supervisor is kind of taken back. It's like, uh, so I, I have to get back to work it was wonderful to meet you all um well, we'll talk later and then uh towards the end of the day joe texted me he's like we really want you to come for this final um session which is talk people talking about the kind of emotional and um psychological components to being a chaplain so I ended up doing that. That was fine, but it was just, it was a wild experience. So apparently I'm a part of this group now and 
I have no idea what's going to come of it. It's a half unit for for chaplaincy, so I'm I'm on my way to to getting my units to becoming a, a certified chaplain. But yeah, it's nice. uh, it's different. So wait, it's how very, long? Very so they you're supposed to be doing this now once a week. Uh, it's it's once a once every two weeks, I believe, uh, and it's for basically the entire day on Zoom. I was going to say, like how long is this thing? Seven hours. Fuck. Straight up on Zoom. We even have lunches on Zoom. We're supposed to have oh uh, my everyone's gosh. supposed to eat together on, on Zoom. So we're literally on the computer the entire day. Dude, that shit like that is always so freaking boring, even when it's in person. Like, when you have an all-day thing, an all-day meeting, like, fucking A. See, here's the crazy part, though, is that I realized how much I missed having that sort of um, in, inter, in, introspective analysis of my own life. Because we were talking about stuff that, like, bothered us from um, our ministry oh, or life experiences. Okay. So it's like, it's not it's not just like like people kind of spitballing and just like saying random okay shit. you know what this, this is, is, this is let, like me, let me let me rewind real quick because f- i for a, a moment immediately my mind went to uh like meeting mode like meeting as in here the document like like i i forgot that it's like a yeah. like a group thing like almost almost like a th- with a therapy vibe to it that yes, would be very no, totally that would be very totally that right. would be very cool but in my brain i was thinking like meeting what's on the agenda for today okay this is going on at this hospital open up your pdf dot like fuck all of that that's what i was thinking for a moment <laughs> you're to- you're totally justified i didn't actually realize i didn't clarify that yeah, this is much more of a therapeutic type yeah. environment than it is of a, a business. Like, here here are the numbers. Here's what okay. you got to know. Okay. Stuff got like it. that. Yeah, it's like, um, what, what's interesting though, and what I love about these kind of uh, experiences are that, man, I mean, people uh, kind of self realize some of their own personal flaws, and it's kind of. Or, or I don't want to say flaws, but just uh, personal quirks like you and I have, mm-hmm. and to kind of break that down, not to, not to necessarily understand exactly what's going on, but at the same time trying to make something positive out of bad experiences. Well, you have to let me had. know how it uh, unfolds. Because that sounds. Oh, fun. I'm sure that I will. I, I don't know if I'm breaking confidentiality even by sharing. No, this right yeah. Now, I mean, so you don't have to we'll, tell me we'll details, find out, yeah. but you just tell me things here. <laughs> yeah. After all this time being apart, it's been what three weeks since we released a podcast. Yeah, I think so. And you've got nothing else. I'm so disappointed. Well, I'm so disappointed. Like you said, there were other things that we talked. Like the last couple times we tried to record was like real choppy. There were some things that we talked about, but most of it was just like this sucks. And so, I don't know. I will say, I will say, just as a as a closing thought, that um, it's okay to like leave stuff in the dumpster. I mean, I mean that was one of those things where in ministry, Lillian, Lillian. Uh, my my former mentor from childhood, um, 
said something to the extent of 90% or 80%, something like that, of what you end up creating and doing is going to lay on the cutting floor. And you have to come to peace with that, that you could have some really awesome ideas and some really awesome thoughts and some really awesome tangents, and yet uh, a lot of times it doesn't work out, it doesn't meet the moment which is okay and to to let go so that's why i was kind of excited to to give it another go this round and i think i think we've got something nice <laughs> i like this I, I like i like this by the way i watched the new borat movie that was fucking hilarious you? i haven't on amazon i Prime. haven't seen it i've seen the uh yeah. I, they have them on the buses that are driving by <laughs> the tour buses they have uh they have them on there but i haven't seen it yet it it it's surprising it's a surprisingly heartwarming which i would not expect from really? a movie like that how long yeah. how long was it uh like a, a typical movie hour and a half okay. hour 40 got it yeah i'll have to check it out um check it out yeah all right well it'll, it'll make you tear up is that uh, is that it for episode 169 part 3 <laughs> <laughs> episode number 169 part three yeah. and just so with that just so people don't get confused parts one and two are not ever being published so just episode 169 ever yeah one at 169 all right until next time